I first saw it like a few months ago. Some of the US girls were doing this look. They were they would say things like, hey, to all my UK girls, like what concealer do you guys use to get that look? And I just sort of saw it start to like dust ball and gain more traction. Like it started out as a thing in the comments, like girl doing a look in the US and then the comments being like, oh my God, like what concealer is this? Um, I've never thought to do a concealer this color or um, what powder did you use? And then it sort of evolved into a very specific look that the US girls are saying is the UK girl, black girl look. So I just think it's really interesting. Yeah, search the, um, just search UK black girl makeup on TikTok and see what comes up. Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast all about beauty beyond the BS. This week's episode is all about the UK black girl makeup trend. It's been an episode that's been a while in the making. Sometimes it's, you know, you can just get an episode out because it's current. Everybody's talking about it. It's a trend. It reflects what's happening right now. Or it's a topic that just comes to you easily. I can talk at length about quite a few things, but I'm quite attached to this episode for some reason. I've been working on it for a while and I really didn't want to rush it. With any episode, there's always an element of research, and often that will include everything from Google to Twitter. But for this episode, it's been mostly visual research, mostly on TikTok, plus some YouTube. I've spent a lot of time on TikTok, and it's actually made me enjoy the app a lot more. I used to find TikTok really invasive and really like noisy the minute you go in there, but I actually really like the fact that it's just not so curated, not so perfect when compared to Instagram. So I've used lots of TikTok for this episode and I'm not by any means saying that this is the definitive guide to what the UK black girl makeup trend is, but I've done a lot of work to get it there and there might well be a part two. But for now, this is what I've gathered on the trend. I'm giving you everything that I've gathered that I think is the most relevant. Coming up in the episode, you'll hear from so-called base queen Uche Natori, US beauty blogger Femi Monet, and some expert quotes. Just a few minutes ago, you heard the voice of beauty editor and my friend Ava Wilson Kitcher, and basically this entire episode started with that voice note. As a fellow UK-based beauty writer, Although Ava's actually left us for sunny LA, um, I know that she's always curious when it comes to any trend that's blowing up. So after hearing that voice note, I really went down the rabbit hole. Several hours later, during which time I switched between TikTok and YouTube, I began to realise that yes, the UK black girl makeup look is clearly a major trend. The hashtag UK Black Girl Makeup is fast approaching 38 million views on TikTok. But I also realise, just like so many other trends, that it's rooted in techniques created back in the 90s and even before that iconic decade. In the 90s, it was the likes of makeup greats like Kevin O'Quan and Sam Fine who were known for sculpting the faces of supermodels and celebrities from Naomi Campbell and Tyra Banks to Cher and Madonna. Back then, the look was very much about erasing the existing face shape and recreating it from the base up. It was like creating a face from nothing, a very blank canvas. 
it would often result in a really dramatic transformation that always included a key focus of the bright under eye. And today, that bright under eye is what we're seeing at the heart of the UK black girl makeup trend. But now it's teamed with very little eyeshadow, minimal blush, immaculate eyebrows and a nude lip. And underneath all of that, skincare is really key. Lots of makeup lovers and artists have their own theories, but a common one leans into working with mostly wet products. So you're using liquids and creams and you don't use your dry products such as powder and bronzer until you're just about done. Throughout my viewing and reading on the UK black girl makeup trend, the key words that came up most often I think were seamless and blended. There's definitely something about the UK approach. While I mentioned reading as my research, there really wasn't much out there for me to read. In fact, I think it was just one article that was written for Pop Sugar by Abby Adesanya that I found other online magazines have just regurgitated or rewritten, like just stolen basically. But in Abby's article, she says the trend takes its cues from the popular hashtag soft glam. Soft glam kind of is what it it sounds like it's a glamorous look it's about lashes it's about contour but it's all done with this very soft effect abby also adds that the uk black girl makeup trend rejects the harsh contours that we were seeing in the aughts so that very defined bronzer and highlight one thing i enjoyed about abby's article was how it noted that the trend has sparked a supportive relationship between us and uk creators Abby also credits beauty influencer Mella Child with being a major name behind the trend. And I have to agree, when I started researching this episode, the two UK names that came up the most were Mella Child. Hello, how is it going? And Uche Natori. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to my channel. Who we'll be hearing from later. In the Pop Sugar article, Mella Child, whose real name is Lynette Dwar, is quoted as saying... We haven't been included in a lot of makeup trends or beauty brands. We've had to work with what was available to us. The article goes on to say how Mella Child is happy to share her UK-based expertise with her majority American audience on both YouTube and Instagram, and that she credits social media for, quote, giving us an opportunity to tell our stories in real time. Why not use it to hype each other up when others haven't for so long? I feel that comment alone is just very telling of the current mood and when I do speak to Uche Natori you will hear her talking about the kind of lack of support on social media when it comes to black creators. The overriding message of mutual respect and support in the Pop Sugar article is something that really comes through even with the people I've spoken to for this episode and I really do encourage you to pay attention to what my guests have to say and let me know what you think. My DMs are always open on Twitter or Instagram at beautymepodcast or you can email beautymepodcast at gmail.com. Going back to Mella Child and her influence, she's the creator of the most popular YouTube video on the trend so far. She released it this time last year and so far it's racked up around 220,000 views. In the video, Mella Child shares her thoughts in her own inimitable fashion. She really is so entertaining as well as very knowledgeable. She lets viewers in on how her already popular foundation technique had changed. What's clear from the outset is that skincare, like I said earlier, is really, really key. 
She starts out with a hydrating mist, then there's a toner, then a couple of serums, there's an eye cream and moisturiser, followed by sunscreen. Before she goes into the makeup look, she credits UK makeup artist V's Touch on Instagram, whose real name is Vanessa Jayola. Mella Child credits Vanessa with teaching her a technique that really made her think about how she could make her makeup look less harsh you know, kind of moving away from the harsh contour. The UK black girl makeup look is very soft and sculpted. It's not It's not a harsh contoured look. So again, I really like that vibe of Mella Child supporting another makeup artist. And, you know, she wasn't saying that she created the look. She's crediting someone with influencing how she looked at makeup. When it comes to the makeup, Mella Child started with brows before using concealer on the eyes to create a brow shape. And then she used the cult product, everybody loves it, Walida Skin Food as a primer. Something that made me shiver in my oily T-zone bones. Like, I know the pros love it. One of my favorites, Katie Jane Hughes, she's a major fan of Walida Skin Food. I could not use it, although... I think for the purposes of this episode and because Mella Child looks so amazing by the end of this transformation, I'm going to give it a go. I do not expect to be walking out of the house with that makeup on. I'm pretty sure it will slide off within the hour. So yeah, Mella Child uses Walida Skin Food as a primer and then she went on to apply two shades of the NARS Soft Matte Foundation. She's a major fan of NARS. And I get it. I really love that foundation myself. And she explains how she uses the two different tones in different ways. Another nugget of Mella Child advice, by the way, for the UK black girl makeup look was about matching your lip liner to your areola to get the right nude liner. And she does point out that she would love to partner with a brand like MAC to create way just more true to tone nude liners for black girls. She said she commented that a lot of the dark lip liners aimed at dark skinned black girls are too purple, too red. And she, you know, she points out that nobody's nipples are purple or red. But anyway, <laughs> the end result of this amazing Mella Child look was like her natural features, but just amplified by 10. There was just the right amount of dark brown, not black eyeliner. She wears her own brand of eyelashes for some extra depth, but it's not those huge fluffy ones. And she finishes it off with a clear lip gloss. The look is very much about enhancing her features. And again, it really reminded me of the techniques used by the likes of Sam Fine and Kevin O'Quan, who I mentioned earlier. There's just something there about rebuilding your face so you still look like you, but it's like the most flawless version of you. Actually, I think it's only fair that I share with you a snippet of Mella Child's video because she just sounds so much better than me. And honestly, it's it's just a really good video. I had the pink beauty blender, but I just, I felt like it was just really off. So I went and I bought the a black beauty blender and I bought a nude beauty blender because I feel like it just matches my aesthetic a bit more. It's that extra, boy, will put me in the extra category. I did try to get Mella Child on the podcast, but unfortunately I didn't hear back. So I strongly suggest that you check out her video. I'll be sure to leave a link in the show notes. Although I didn't get to speak to Mella Child, I did actually speak to the makeup artist I mentioned earlier. 
V's touch. As Vanessa was travelling during production time, she sent through her thoughts on the UK black girl makeup trend via Instagram, as well as rightly pointing out the huge influence of the iconic UK black supermodel Naomi Campbell. Vanessa said, I think the main difference I see with the UK black girl look is that we like to use bronzer, we like to use blush, we like to bake. Because when I go to Nigeria, it's a completely different style to what we're doing here. It's just a different way that we like to wear our makeup and we're not afraid to wear a full face as our everyday makeup. If you want to see Vanessa's gorgeous makeup work, check out her Instagram at V's Touch. I'll be sure to leave a link in the show notes as well. Okay, so admittedly, so far, I've leaned very heavily into the UK side of things, but I couldn't make this episode happen without hearing from at least one US makeup lover. I reached out to Fumi Monet, a licensed therapist and beauty blogger based in Dallas, Texas, whose Instagram bio reads, well-mannered, well-moisturized and well-dressed. It was actually another friend and former guest, Iman Ogundiko, who brought Fumi to my attention. Fumi had taken to her stories to play with what she was calling the UK girlies makeup look. So I invited her on to give her opinion as someone from the US who's clearly loving the trend. The conversation starts with me asking Fumi to really break down what the UK black girl look is to her. And we go on to discuss why American women are loving it. Okay, so uh, just like for a little bit of context, I actually worked as a makeup artist with Bobby Brown um, when I was in college. So I did that for a few years. So I feel like when I think of the UK black girlies, like the UK black girl makeup look is like what I call like understated dramatic glam. Like they have nailed down that understated yet like dramatic glam look to a T because it's not like that. Like, you know, nude, like it's not like the girl next door nude makeup. It's not nude makeup. by any. It's not clean girl makeup. It's not the clean girl makeup, the millennial, like, you know, the Lori Harvey kind of look like the, you know, the minimal makeup look, look. but it's also not like birthday girl makeup. You know what I mean when I say birthday girl makeup, like everything with the glitter. It's not the birthday girl makeup either. You know, yet it's, it's understated, overstated glam because like it's dramatic enough that like, it's, it's very obvious, like they're wearing makeup. However, like it's, it's very seamless and like, it's just like, everything is about just having this immaculate base. Like the base is immaculate. Like the foundation, it's not even about like the eyeshadow, immaculate foundation, immaculate concealer immaculate like your eyes are lit up like the hollywood sign you know yeah but it's like through the base isn't it it's like base and maybe some lashes but it's not like you say it's not cut crease it's Mm -hmm. not purple it's not Mm -hmm. pink it's Mm -hmm. but who can you remember the first time you started to notice it as a trend so i followed the uk black girlies for fashion inspo and the I would, I want to say that I want to call them visible influencers, like the more visible influencers, as in like the influencers that have like a bigger platform. Um, I've noticed like they all kind of had that same makeup style in common. And to me, like it also goes along with like this, like the fashion as well. You know, like I was, um, I was actually watching uh, Tanika B. She did a TikTok pit. She did a TikTok video the other day. She was like, the UK black girlies have me in a chokehold. Like the I fashion, it, yeah. the YSL clutch, the yes. makeup. 
And I yeah. commented saying, I want to be, I want to be a UK black girly. <laughs> like I want to come back in my next life as a UK black girly. Like I want to be a UK black girly too. <laughs> because really like everything, like everything ties in together with like the style of makeup too. Like for the most part, you know, their fashion is so different than like the American influencers mm-hmm. in terms of like what is now kind of more popular, I guess you could say. Um and I, I just love like how all of that ties together because it's not necessarily about wearing the most expensive outfit, but they always yeah. look expensive. And it, I think it has a lot to do with the makeup, like looking very polished. Like that's the word I'm looking for is polished. It yeah. looks so polished. The foundation is a, a perfect match. It's always a perfect match. The concealer is always light, but not too light. You know, it's like mm. it's light, but it's not giving like, clown you know <laughs> yeah um, it's not and it's not that triangle that everybody yeah, was doing like, for a while seamlessly blended and for and somehow they never get any flashback like you know a lot of times if your concealer is too light like when you take a photo like it just looks very yeah. very harsh Post- under your eyes but it just yeah. it all manages to look like like literally just a spotlight and i'm just so like what, how, how do they know this like <laughs> it's like at the tip of my fingertips i'm like i just want this i want that why do you think people in why why do you guys like it so much? What's the reason? I think that the UK black girly makeup style in particular has risen to prominence because we just we are still we're still in a like at a point where people are still wearing masks, you know? So to us it's almost like this like holy grail like thing of wanting to attain that glamorous look, but it also looks so effortless. Like um, back in 2020, like when, you know, everyone's like wearing a mask, right? So minimal makeup went, like came back in because it's like, yeah. what's the point of putting on a full face of makeup if you're going to wear mm. a mask over it? So like tinted, from, you know, tinted moisturizer, yeah. you know, wearing just like lashes, you know, just doing your brows, you know, maybe like a light highlight, like minimal makeup came back really hard during, two thousand, you know, 2020 mm. and 2021, especially with TikTok, you know, like that whole like, um effortless you know like this effortless you know kind of almost like that glossier kind of look but I think that when we see like the UK girlies like and they're you know they're doing the outfits they're doing the makeup the hair is always immaculate like everything is just it's like it's so effortlessly good you know it's like Mm -hmm. we it's like we see them we're like okay that's what I want too like I want to wear makeup that looks amazing but not like I'm doing too much so like let's say you know someone's listening to this in the states and they're like right I really want to do this look what would you say they have to get right first honestly it's about the base like you're fine everything like it it has it's the base like honestly the base is the major key um and it's the idea of basically wearing like a medium to full coverage foundation that it that doesn't look like you put a mask on your face like essentially like it's just it's it's blended very beautifully like it matches your hairline it blends into your neck you know like it's I've noticed this usually tends to be more of like a satin or matte foundation like Mm. I don't think the UK girlies are really doing overly dewy like really dewy um formulas like the under eyes are always like matte you know but blended just seamlessly into the rest of your face. There's no like triangle. It's blended really nicely. Um, it's about getting like, I, I've even noticed like it doesn't, it's not even like a ton of blush, like usually like a kind of natural blush, you know, um, a nude lip, 
lashes, like the girlies love the lashes, you know, yeah. maybe a little bit of eyeliner, just not doing too much with the eyeshadow as well. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a wash of color, you know, more emphasis on like the eyeliner and lashes, um, immaculate eyebrows, you know, it's really the base. If you want to check out Fumi's content, head to her Instagram at Fumi Monet, spelled F-U-N-M-I-M-O-N-E-T. I've also invited Fumi back onto the podcast to talk about her career as a therapist, so stay tuned for that one. So let's bring it back to the UK. This episode wouldn't make sense if I didn't get the most name-checked artist on. Uche Natori is the self-proclaimed bass queen for a good reason. Watching her build her face is like watching a painter at work. Keep listening to hear Uche break down the UK black girl makeup trend for me, her forecast for how the trend could evolve, and her thoughts on why black female creators still aren't seen enough on social media and definitely aren't given credit for creating many viral trends. It's very much like base focus, so very rarely, I don't even think people talk about eyeshadow. It is all about the base. Um, one thing that someone that people have coined, which I think is interesting, is the bright under eye. Um, I'll go into why I think that's interesting a little later, but yeah, the bright under eye. Um, and that's really what people focus on, really, the under eye. And then the base, what I've noticed is a lot of people talk about how it's seamless. So you can't really see where like the concealer ends and the contour starts or where the blush starts and your contour ends, that kind of vibe. That's what I've seen with the discussions around it. When I found you on YouTube, I saw that you've had a couple of videos from like four years ago, which are quite different to like, what you do now mm-hmm. would you say you've kind of honed and refined your makeup style over the years yourself yeah a hundred a hundred percent so I'm actually self-taught so everything I know about makeup I learn online and then of course like playing with my own face and why I say it's interesting that everyone coins it as a UK black girl the bright under eye it's been around for a super super long time of course Mela always uses um like old school Naomi as like her makeup inspo so if we're looking at old school Naomi that was a, a while ago do you know what I mean like a minute yeah. ago and actually when I was learning makeup the two to three shades lighter in the concealer was always like the instruction or like the rule to follow like you go two to shoot two, two to three shades lighter in your concealer and then maybe you'll go um, under eye concealer and then maybe you go two to three shades darker on your contour and that's how I learned how to do makeup I just thought that was kind of a global thing because when we talk about YouTube if we're keeping it real the US girls definitely lead the trends on YouTube so this is why I said it's so interesting that it's now being coined as like a UK makeup star maybe it's the mm. way that we apply our makeup and the way that we blend maybe that's what makes it UK but the actual points of the trend that people keep nodding to about the bright under eye has been around for so so long um and has kind of come from the US or makeup artists it's definitely an artistry thing and particularly makeup by Mario so as I said when I was learning how to do makeup it was definitely like the triangle and then the contour and you know didn't really touch blush too much but what I will say is as much as I've honed my skills I think the industry has changed in the sense that it's become a lot more conscious of the black girls and their black market black women sorry and the black market so with that there's more products that we can actually play with because when I was learning how to do makeup all these beautiful amazing women online would be using this product and that product it doesn't go that deep like it doesn't go deep enough for me to use and I'm not even that dark on this on the spectrum of like depth of skin tones and it wouldn't Mm -hmm. even be like dark enough for me so I think as the industry has changed and as more products are being able to be used on darker skin 
naturally your techniques change because you can play with a bit more. You don't have to use like that one brand and that one foundation and that one concealer. And of course, like the trends of makeup has also changed. Um, you know, we're not doing the ultra like concealer out. No. Um, no. Also just learn how to do makeup on my face. Um, so as I said, when I was learning, it was very much like this, but I have high cheekbones. So I don't have to take my concealer all the way out. I can keep it in here and then kind of work on the outside of my face. So mm. Yeah, but in terms of like the rules of makeup, as in like the tone, keeping the under eye concealer bright, that's always stay the same. Contour heavy, everyone knows me for having a heavy contour, that's always stay the same. And then like blush. So yeah, I think my skills change, but the technique in terms of like coloring would probably stay the same. Yeah. I really like rate you for that answer because when I was thinking about it, like I've been writing about makeup for a really long time and I was like, that that the approach has been around for a really long time like Kevin O'Quan back in the 90s he would build a face like yeah flat base Mm -hmm. and literally build your face from Mm -hmm. nothing like so you perhaps didn't even look like yourself Mm -hmm. um even in drag makeup actually I should mention that sorry to interrupt you the drag makeup also another like trend a lot of the trends we see now come from drag makeup Again, yeah. interesting because no one gives them the credit. Credit's always, credit's an interesting thing. But yeah, sorry. Credit on. is an interesting thing yeah. because I was like, and that's the thing, you could have come on here and been like, yes, I, you know, I created this. But <laughs> like, I get, I love that we're having a real conversation mm-hmm. about it because it has been around. And I feel like even when I started looking into it, I was like, well, Jackie Ina has been doing that, been doing that. But what Jackie does is she goes further. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so I was thinking, maybe it's what you said. Maybe it's literally the blending because mm-hmm. you can, t- when Jackie Iron is doing it, it's all about, it's still very much defined. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas your look is like seamless, soft, mm-hmm. glowing. Whereas mm-hmm. Jack- Jackie's very real about what she wants from mm-hmm. her look. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but who would you say, have you seen is there anyone that kind of inspires you like obviously you've got your look but Mm -hmm. is there anyone that you look to in the states or here that inspires you oh everyone (laughs) (laughs) I literally draw inspiration from all around me um yeah and I think yeah everyone I, I listen I love makeup I love watching makeup content I love taking in content I feel like you can never learn enough so whenever there's like a new app Again, I think Jackie made this point in one of her videos that it's really interesting the rise of makeup on TikTok because actually a lot of stuff that's rising on TikTok has almost been repurposed from old school YouTube, which again goes back to UK Black Girl, the soft matte makeup. All of it, if you've been around makeup on socials, YouTube, you'd have seen it. It's come and gone. But I love that it's coming back because, of course, there's like a younger, newer generation of women that are, you know, relearning. So when I think about makeup I can get makeup inspo from any I can scroll on TikTok and see a random girl and be like I want to recreate that mm. or I can see people that I actually follow uh they're like my good friends and I'm like, I love that you did that particularly actually I think a lot of the um graphic liner girlies and the graphic yes. liner people I think they're really inspiring people at the moment and I love like I could, it's just a different kind of art so I mm. love like looking at them seeing if I can ha- get any inspo because I will be stuck in my like smoky look forever. So if I can get some inspo from them, because people are like, oh, why don't you try this and try this? And I don't want to be like, I don't know if my skill goes there. So I'll be like, oh, oh okay. um, we'll it, like, it will. I'll see. And you know what? It comes off. Do you know what I mean? You just start over. Like, 
I yeah, loved them. Um, you did a purple eyeshadow the other day, and even that. at the beginning, you were like, "I'm not feeling this." But then you went on to share. You got to keep it real. Yeah, everything is always going to be. Yeah, it isn't so, always going to be like an amazing look. That's why I like to look at other people because I'm. I always, always, always watch. Okay, less about base because my base is love my base, but definitely eyeshadow. I love to watch other people's technique, particularly people with small eyes like what tools are you using like what's new in the market what tools are you using that I don't already have what's going to make it easier for me the graphic line of people they love using art brushes so I'm like okay I need to get some art brushes so yeah before we really got into the recording I'd mentioned to you that somebody had said to me I feel like in the past Mm. American women haven't really rated UK makeup much in this in the style of like you know how Americans apparently think that British people have the worst teeth? Like, Honestly. <laughs> like, when I see the dialogue online from the US about the... I just think you haven't you haven't been here. Like, you haven't been here. Yeah, like, been here. come on. <laughs> but what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like it's taken this trend, which we've both agreed, it's mm-hmm. it's been around, but do you think it's taken that to kind of gain some more respect from the States? Or do you think it's... Do you think it's just social media that's helped elevate it? Because that's what's been in my head. Are you just being seen more? Yeah. Do you know what it is? I think I made a point earlier about US generally tend to lead the trends. And if we think about like top influencers, um, there's very few top influencers globally that come from the UK. So I think a lot of it has got to do with visibility. And even if you look at like the entertainment space or the music space, the dialogue is always, I'm going to go to the US because there's more opportunities. It's a bigger country. You know, they've got more roots. They've been in in the, if we talk about the black community, they've had longer time in the US than the UK black community have had in the UK. So they really set grassroots. So I think a lot of it comes from just not knowing. Um, There's a lot of people online and it's very difficult to discover new people, especially now it's difficult to discover new people so it might just be a thing of oh I was unaware also with the rise of um UK makeup artists are really making their stamp in the US as well so like um painted by Esther and Mahina there's a lot of really super talented um makeup artists that come out of the UK and I think Mm -hmm. then they go and work on American talent and that's another like extra layer of visibility for the UK girls so I think it's got something to do with it's got everything to do with visibility, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, not that the UK girls only just got good and then they're like, okay, we rate you now. We didn't really like what you were doing yeah. before. It's just like, a, I didn't know you were even here before. Okay, so we've been talking about this trend. Everyone's calling it a trend for UK black girl makeup. But what would you predict? Like, where do you think it's going? It's so, I love saying that. It's so interesting because I just find a lot of things to be very interesting. I think it's very interesting that... Um, natural makeup and like no makeup makeup is trended at the moment but I think in the black community it's so difficult for us to buy into those kind of trends because a lot of us have hyperpigmentation we have dark spots we can't do the whole like light coverage because I need that extra coverage for my skin so I think with the um black girl space or black women I think we might go for less in the past when we were all coming off makeup it was like dead flat matte everything matte, matte under eye, matte contour, matte blush. But I think now 
we're going to see maybe a bit more like health in the skin. So you still got your full coverage. I think, oh my God, what's her name? King Mali Magic. She's a makeup artist out of LA. And she has this thing called, it's a hashtag Dewey, Dewey Brown Girls or Dewey Black Girls, something like that. Okay. It's essentially, she does the full coverage, but you get the health behind it. So you look like you have life in your skin. I think that's where like it will go. So it's still the same full coverage, but maybe you use like, more liquids or maybe you only set in certain areas so you maybe only set under your eyes or maybe only set here because you get an oily t-zone but then the rest of your face is very much healthy um and like softer I think that's where it'll go I don't I still don't think eyeshadow is going to come up in the way that the base has come up just because as I said it's just different um but I do think graphic liner will have its moment Mm. so yeah that's why I I get what you mean it's like um when we talk about people like Jackie Ina and a lot of women in the States, along with the contour and the very highlighted under eye, there would, you know, be a cut crease or just like mm-hmm. very super colourful, mm-hmm. super lashes, mm-hmm. big, big, big. But mm-hmm. Oh, actually, when you another point I choose to make is, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a trend particularly, mm-hmm. but I do find a lot of black women and black men not just because anyone black people are investing more into their skin so I think that also lends into like maybe wearing less foundation just covering like the certain areas so the more people invest in their skin the less coverage they're going to need so that might also tie into the trend of more natural still full coverage still you know mm. quite flawless looking but less caked on because you kind of want your, your skin to shine that's another thing as well yeah I think that makes so much sense because I feel like the key trend in the you know the more like white side of makeup has mm. been dewy glossier dewy, God. glowing yeah. donut yeah. and I'm yeah. like you don't really see black women doing that they because it's like you said like I've got acne scars and because mm-hmm. I'm brown my scars are way darker than mm-hmm. say a white person who might be more pink or whatever it's mm-hmm. easier for them to disguise so I think it makes sense that the two trends might almost start to overlap with people paying more attention to what's underneath the makeup so definitely, definitely. I'm definitely going to check out that hashtag that you mentioned Julie check it out Brown yeah Girl. go on Instagram she's she's been around for a really really long time like her makeup looks up unreal I'm surprised people don't actually talk when I think about soft glam I feel like she's one of the first I don't know why people don't never really talk about King Miley Magic she's amazing you just mentioned this soft glam for me I really feel that was a trend started by black girls but it's never really been it's just, it's just, you know what happens with many things on TikTok, mm. for instance, right? For me, a prime example is the girls that get it, get it, and the girls that don't, don't. That woman, that was a black woman, a long, like quite a while, while back in TikTok terms, and I remember her, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she says something before that I'm not going to repeat, and then she says that, and then a little bit. But so many, I think it's like four million people have seen it mm. and they've taken it to use it in their way, but it's never been attributed to her. Like loads you know of white why? girls are using it. TikTok took down the original video. Her oh. original video, yeah. So I think the sound is still there, but they've taken down her video. I don't know why. Um, I think I found it then. Is she sitting in a car? Do you remember? She's yeah, sitting, she's in, sitting a in a car. Yeah, so I think maybe she... On. Yeah, yeah, and she, like, brings the camera closer. Yeah. She's like, get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I found um, it yesterday. Oh, she got it back on, yeah. Yeah, I remember ages ago she was saying that the sound was there, but people couldn't... Because, you know, if you click on a sound, sometimes there's no original video. It's yeah, just, it's just the, the remakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could be another reason why. Uh, yeah. 
but that's interesting and, you know that's taken me off the point but I was just trying to say like even with the soft glam or even like many makeup trends I mm-hmm. feel that they might start somewhere amongst black girls and then they mm-hmm. slowly get adopted and then they become mainstream and then white influencers are doing it and I'm like yeah. oh, that kind of looks but it would never be attributed not that they're doing it intentionally because they might have seen mm-hmm. a version of it mm-hmm. on, a, on another white person so mm-hmm. it's just like it really interests me I mean have you got any anything to say on how black women in general are creating um trends? I think a lot of white creators do that but in general in the scene people just don't credit and if more people just credited, like, don't get me wrong, white people, they, the, what's worse about them is when they do it, they then blow off it and make more money than the original creator. That's the issue. But yeah. a, aside from that, people, it happens with the sounds, of course, but it's been happening in makeup for a long, long time. Yeah, typically smaller creators will start something and then someone larger will copy it, but not say, oh, I got it from this person. Or, oh, this is the person that inspired me. And of course, because of the nature of the, um, what do you call it? The algorithms, white creators tend to have larger accounts because they tend to get pushed more. So of course, the people that are creating it are not being pushed. But if a white person does the exact same thing, they get pushed. It's really unfair and it's really unfortunate. Um, I actually don't think we'll ever that will ever change just because okay. people always want to feel, there's a something inside people that want to feel like they want to get the credit for something, like that sense of, you're getting your accolades but I just don't get it because it's not your accolades because it's not yours um Mm. I don't think that will change which is really unfortunate I do think white creators or white passing creators will still blow off of what black people do in the past like half a year we can tell like you just mentioned that if you get it you get it there are so many like little isms and schisms and sayings that have come from black women or black people <laughs> it's like oh I think that will, that will always be the case and as long as like even like when TikTok was first coming up and everyone was doing dances the biggest creators on TikTok stole their flow from like black creators I can't even tell you where those black creators are now I just don't hear about them oh. but I hear about Charlie D'Angelo whatever her name is no disrespect to her hear about her all the time but she's not necessarily more talented than the black creators she just um benefits from an algorithm that is essentially created around her it's very unfortunate yeah right well I feel like that's a whole other episode yeah that's a whole other yeah (laughs) yeah thank you so much is there anything like I said I've had loads of people saying oh my god so is there anything you want to say to your fans out there (laughs) oh my god hi thanks for supporting me I love you so much keep supporting black creators because we really need it yeah Well, that's it from me. I'm so glad I took the extra time to put this episode together. I really hope you'd like it. I just didn't want to jump on the trend. For me, this episode is about acknowledging a major cultural influence because while the UK black girl makeup trend is being seen, it's not really being talked about and that's what I'm here for. That being said, if there's a trend you want me to talk about or you think there's someone or something iconic I've missed in this episode, email me at beautymepodcast at gmail.com or DM me at beautymepodcast on Instagram or Twitter. Please tag me when you're listening and be sure to share this episode with your friends because I think a lot of people are going to enjoy this one. 
As always, I'd love a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and stay tuned for some iconic video clips from this episode over on my TikTok, which is at Sharice K. See you next time.